Cheers! What's up, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Hospitality Secrets Podcast Season 2. In this season, as I, uh, I, uh, you saw already, we are inviting the, we are inviting people from the hospitality industry to ask them questions. So today, I have a, a surprise guest that uh, will uh, will share the the screen, will share your the audios <laughs> with uh, with me, and I will ask him a few questions about hospitality about uh, his life and about how can we uh, transform this industry in a better industry so my next surprise guest uh, actually i met him a few years ago in Cluj-Napoca in Transylvania in my hometown i was a, a, a bartender and he came and uh, he delivered the master class in the city where I, i'm from and i was so excited i like the master class i like uh, what i like most about him was his passion for for mixing drinks his passion for hospitality and since then we met a lot at the major uh, bar shows and bar conventions around the world because he is always inviting uh, one more thing about the, my next surprise guest is that he's a, a writer he wrote the book low alcohol cocktails so till now i think you have an idea who is my next surprise guest i'm i'm not talking more about him i will uh, invite him here to share the to share the microphone together with me diego ferrari welcome thank hey. you for accepting the invitation oh ciao ciao paul ce faci bine <laughs> romanian yeah 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 uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he's speaking no, the Rom- romanian yeah nice nice <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes, uh, as you know, my wife comes from Romania, so yeah. uh, I, I can hear a lot of Romanian uh, language, especially when uh, she calls it home. So thank you so much for uh, this uh, inviting your lovely and amazing podcast. I saw already you get a lot of different uh, top names uh, in the bar industry. So this is really pleasure for me to be here with you guys uh, and uh, answer all your questions so i'm naked in front of you just uh, ask me whatever you want no money <laughs> no money <laughs> for the rest uh, i can try to do my best you know what i mean so ask questions not money <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. you know it's the same what i say to my wife please Ask me everything, but don't ask me more money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, thank you for uh, for joining the the format of this uh, show. It's more or less one hour. We talk about uh, seven main questions with one secret sure. question at the end. Extra questions if we need to to chat. Uh, but first, Diego, where are you? From where are you broadcasting now? Now I'm in Lodi, my hometown is uh, close to Milano. Actually, is uh, half an hour far from Milano, south from Milano and uh, I'm just come back from a uh, Dominican Republic when I was there for uh, visiting uh, the facilities uh, and the production area of Matusalem Rome where as you know I'm uh, the ambassador of this incredible product so now I'm home here there is the the, the lockdown again in Italy a lot of different problematic things as all around the world and uh, I'm working from home You know, that's the best yeah. in front of my laptop, a lot of trainings and master classes, something like that. So and uh, and uh, podcasts and webinars and <laughs> a lot of things, a lot of yeah. internet yeah, yeah, activity. Yeah. So uh, uh, first question, are you ready to start the questions? Because everything is connected. 
Of course, of course. Would be what projects are you working on this period? You are home and you already said like a small bite about what you are doing, but what you are working now? Um, after the, the, the my comeback of uh, from uh, the, the, the facility in the Dominican Republic, uh, we was there for uh, uh, different trainings and watch the facilities, and then also uh, for uh, establish some uh, new projects during the 2021. That I suppose in the next week uh, they will arrive uh, as a fast train <laughs> at my home with all the information and all of things. Uh, during these uh, couple of weeks that uh, I'm also in quarantine because in Italy you have to stay in quarantine doesn't matter if you are not sick if you travel you have to come back stay at home 14 days this is a, a rule for uh, take care of the people and uh, I started to to do a lot of webinars for Asia in general so you have to imagine that I have to wake up super early in the morning because uh, as you can imagine in Asia they are six, seven, eight, nine hours was 10 hours in front of us so for give the opportunity to uh, understand something i have to wait maybe at six o'clock in the morning drink uh, 25 coffees and then uh, be ready for the master classes <laughs> super early so this is the first part uh, in uh, my uh, my job in this moment plus uh, I still uh, uh, making uh, different uh, new projects for Matusalem internally, obviously, because we have to watch in this 2021 better than 2020. So never stop, never stop as we did in the last year, but uh, we have to think about, uh, okay, now what we have to do, what we can do, what we have uh, to, uh, to visit, in which city, uh, where they can accept us. You know what I mean? Now, for example, I was uh, uh, planning to go in uh, uh, Dubai, but Dubai, in this moment, uh, they are again with sick people, so they decide to close a little bit early the bars, restaurant, and we are again in standby. It's not easy. It's not easy for an ambassador uh, stay at home and uh, improve every day, try to create every day something new. And uh, webinars or, like in this case, podcast, interview or trainings uh, online are uh, the, the, the ABC of uh, my daily work. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick question regarding uh, ambassadors. Uh, what does it mean to be an ambassador? I'm sure there are a lot of listeners who are uh, thinking, who are aspiring to be a brand ambassador, but what does it mean to be a brand ambassador and maybe what does it take to, to become a brand ambassador? Brand ambassador uh, is an interpretation of uh, different roles inside of every different companies. Obviously, that ambassador represents the face of the brand. So, you are uh, usually a mixology, you are maybe a little bit uh, popular in the bar industry, so this helps you for go in, in the bars, friendly or not friendly, doesn't matter, in every bar in the world, and try to um, to add your brand in all these bar amazing. In, uh, in my specific uh, I'm more rum barista than ambassador. Why rum barista? Because Matusalem recognizes that the name, the nickname of ambassador 
is already consumed from a long time. A lot of people, they use ambassador, 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 ambassador. The Rome Barista is the, the, the name that I have in my specific role in, uh, in this company, is uh, the person that take care of everything about uh, the, um, the brand. What I mean? I have to talk about uh, uh, from coffee to the uh, digestive, food, food pairing, beer, wine, then obviously our product, that's normal. Plus, I have to take care not only about mixology uh, or the final consumer, but also help the distributor to work and use in the better way the uh, product and explain them how to use it, how to, to share the message for uh, cancel this kind of gap that usually come from the headquarters, the, 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 the producer uh, company until the end consumer. Because as you know, before, when you produce something, before arriving the, in the cocktail or on the table of, uh, on the house of the, the end consumer, there is a lot of different steps. If you get one beautiful concept behind your product, before arriving the end consumer, you lose a lot of information, a lot of different uh, key points. My role is lose less possible these key points and make more uh, uh, Matusalem lover, our mixology customers, and obviously our partner in every country that make the distribution of our product. It's not easy to be a brand ambassador because uh, you know people think about uh, oh wow you are a brand ambassador you travel all around the world you take a lot of money you are super uh, you are all around in the party and the top bars uh, yes and no what i mean yes obviously uh, i'm a, i'm an elected person i'm a super uh, lucky i know that i travel all around the world uh, but considering that I visit a lot of airports more than a lot of cities, I'm not traveling for have a fun or for holidays. You know what I mean? Sometimes uh, my uh, my sleeping time is uh, two hours in the flight, one hour in the car, one hour in the bus, two hours in the train. So uh, as you can imagine, there is a beautiful uh, thing and bad things uh, around this. There and is a price. You need to pay yeah, the price. For a... everything you get, you have to pay the price. It's not of necessarily course. money, but you pay with your health, with your sleep, with your eating exactly. habits, with the other things that you are paying. Imagine that 2019, before the uh, arrival of COVID, uh, we talk about until the uh, end of February, March uh, 2020, I did uh, almost uh, 70, 80 flights. I took 70, 80 flights and I visited more than 60 different uh, cities. So as you can imagine for me before the COVID uh, moment, before the pandemic situation was, I don't know, Monday you travel, you go in uh, Paris and uh, Wednesday morning you go in uh, London. Then Friday you come back in Milan for uh, maybe restart again in, in uh, Sunday to go in Dubai. So. This is uh, the uh, ambassador life. Uh, then, obviously, I know we are lucky again because we visit top cocktail bars, top restaurants. We are uh, almost uh, uh, inside of the 
most exclusive bar industry is a really beautiful thing. But again, we are working on it. We are not there for enjoy. When, for example, people, they are there for uh, enjoy the party, we are there for take care of the event, if the mixology uses our product, if the sponsor, if as a sponsor, that we sponsored maybe in one event, we are behind the bar, we have to take care of a lot of different details. You know what I mean? So there is a lot of different interpretation. Beautiful, we are super lucky. We are not, uh, you know, in the cave uh, to take the carbon uh, uh, like in the, in, uh, in the far west. Obviously, I'm super, super, super lucky, but the, in the opposite side is a really art life. The, the, the uh, side part of the coin, there is always a coin has two sides, the good side and the bad side. The bigger the coin, the bigger the both sides. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So you know what I mean. It's yeah. not easy if you have a family at home, you have to, to, to split also your time with them. Otherwise, uh, it's a disaster life, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you are doing lots of things, traveling, uh, seeing lots of places, paying the price for this. <laughs> But yeah. you are doing plenty of things among masterclasses, webinars, uh, uh, podcasts, everything that that uh, it needs to be done for the for the brands for uh, for Matusalem Roms. You are there, uh, 100% <laughs> doing yeah, things exactly. and helping the company to 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 thrive through these uh, hard, uh, hard times. So this is the, the projects that, that you are working this period. Next question would be not about the projects you are doing, but about your, uh, your history. Can you tell us a little bit about your history? What is actually your backstory in, uh, in hospitality industry? Uh, you have to considering that I started uh, to work in the bar industry, actually in the hospitality industry. When I was uh, 17 years old, I was a helping pizza maker. Then after this, uh, I been to the military service. I was in aviation. Mm-hmm. Then when I came back, I changed job place. And uh, I was again help pizza maker. At the same time, I started to be a waiter. And at the same time, I started to study as a mixology. When I finished to study and you never finish to study. But when I finished to study the first steps of my uh, future job, I decided to move uh, out from this uh, restaurant pizzeria and start to be a real barista, bartender. And as all the barista bartender, where you start from the morning. So open the bar, make coffee, cappuccino, cornetto, you know what I mean. So then you arrive in the lunch, you prepare the small aperitivo for the lunch, you serve in the table, you suggest the food, then there's coffee time, afternoon time, tea time, aperitivo, prepare finger food, prepare the aperitivo, serve cocktail, pre-dinner, after dinner. So thanks to my experience life, I crossed all different steps in the hospitality. I worked inside a normal classic cafeteria, cocktail bar, hotels, five star, in the, in the pool bar, why not? I worked in every style of bars until when I decided also to go abroad. In, in this case, was 2003. I've been in London for uh, have more experience, learn a little bit 
English and then also understand how the world, not only the hospitality, was uh, usual working on it. And uh, after London, I came back and uh, thanks to God, uh, I get the chance to uh, visit uh, different countries just for visit bars, visit uh, friends. So I traveled a lot already in the beginning of the 2000. When I came back and I decided to stay close in my country, the biggest uh, opportunity arrived in 2014 when I was in Rotonda Bistro in Milano, on this place where I, I get the biggest challenge of my life. So in this place was not possible to use uh, uh, spirits above 21 ABV was, uh, as I said, 2014, and I started to um, improve myself. And so it, it wasn't already, allowed by by the laws to use spirits above uh, above 20. Uh, from actually, actually was from the municipality of Milan because the place was located inside an ex-church, the consecrated church, ex-former cemetery, but inside the church there was also the child museum. So for rule, for rule, for don't show to the child spirits, they decided to give us this white license and there was only liquors and products less 21 ABV. From 2014, we started to uh, study the low ABV concept. I don't want to say I'm uh, the first precursor of this movement, uh, but for sure, I'm one of the first. It, it wasn't and, a trend. Uh, it wasn't a trend back then to make low ABV cocktails. <laughs> exactly. And uh, after uh, different years, we also published uh, the book that you just uh, mentioned in the introduction, Low ABV Cocktail, uh, Low Alcohol Cocktail, uh, the, the New Frontier of Mixology. And uh, uh, in only 12 months, we won an international prize as the world best book uh, by Gourmet Awards, and in this category, obviously. And in uh, 2018, no, 19, after uh, five years, uh, Matusalem called me and uh, they was watching uh, my, my job, my uh, all my masterclass, because uh, for me it was already a usual thing to travel daily for do some masterclass all around the world. And uh, they offered me to do this job. Nice. So the book uh, pro- uh, propels, how, how do you say it, uh, uh, started expanding your, your travels. This was like a skipping point, the book, when you started traveling more and delivering masterclasses. No, actually, before I arrived at the concept, because uh, already in 2014, for me, was usual to travel to talk about cocktail art and uh, different uh, approach of master classes. Then, when uh, I approached the uh, Louis BV cocktails, the uh, bar industry started already to be surprised about my uh, focus, my topic. And they started to ask me to do some masterclass. When the book arrived in 2018, obviously was the, the cherry on top of the cake and uh, synthesized in the end all my job. Was another big excuse to invite me all around the world with a piece of paper in my hands that represents five years of study. Nice, very nice. What is cocktail art? 
Cocktail Art is a, a Facebook group created almost 10 years ago, actually 11 years ago, from my side. And uh, is, uh, the focus is uh, share pictures of cocktails, nothing else, no technique work, not bad comments, not bullshit in the end. It's not the classic blog or a page that everyone can interact. I accept with my partner Shane Eaton, that is my new partner in this business from one year, that we take care of each person, we take care of each photo, we accept or not if you are or not in line with our community. Imagine that in these 11 years, our community is not compared like the biggest Facebook page in the world. We get only 16,000 people in this community, but the 99% are mixology. Mm -hmm. The rest of 1% are people in the bar industry. So if you send me a, a request to be uh, member of this group if you are not in the bar industry I don't accept you and we uh, with a, a, a parallel team we uh, select also the picture and the contents so the the concept is we get this small 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 community of mixology but you have to imagine that when I have to refuse someone if uh, I have to know how many people are refused in 11 years we are talking about 60,000 so, so you 60, are doing the selection very roughly not uh... exactly exactly and we have a database of picture that today is all around 32,000 photos mm, nice so for the listeners if you want to see some cocktail art photos the the facebook group is cocktail art but be careful if not if you're not in the hospitality industry the chances for you not to to be approved are quite highly so if you are listening if you like cocktails to to, to see cocktails go to the facebook group cocktail art you can answer also if you want if you want i give you a um... An idea. If you want to take part of this community, you can see uh, there is a question when you would like to add in. There is a question. You answer the question. I'm a podcast of Pulsi Freya. So, <laughs> so a wild pass. This is a secret and it stays here this because it's only for the listeners. I like secrets a lot. So this is a secret. If you write in the in the question of requesting from the Hospitality Secrets podcast, you will be approved. So that's a secret. Shh. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. So that's cool. Thank you, Diego, for starting sharing the secrets. I absolutely enjoy secrets from the hospitality industry. <laughs> <laughs> it's my role. So you are in the hospitality industry for a long time. You did a lot of things. You are not just a bartender. You were for the all the from the waiter to the to the uh, helping pizza to to barista to mixology to ambassador to manager to all the position from the hospitality industry. An extra question would be: How would you describe your life in just one sentence? That's a bit harder. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Easy, easy, easy. I'm super lucky. Super lucky. This would be the 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 title of, of this episode. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Super lucky. Good. Nice, nice, nice. 
Yeah, I, I, the title is the the one sentence that describes the life of of the spe- the, the surprise guest that I'm having in each episode. So super lucky, nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah, yes, because if you think, uh, Paul, uh, we are super lucky in the end. We do the best job in the world. If you get the chance to do, uh, to, to, to create, because you have also to create your path in the bar industry. It's not only luckiness, it's also creating your path in the bar industry. Is uh, when you arrive uh, like Mia, almost 30 years in the, in the industry, in the hospitality, you watched back you're looking back to you and you analyze your career. You understand that you're, you're right from the old school, no? You've been a, a waiter, you, you, you was washing the dish, then you've been, I don't know, pizza maker, uh, you, you, you've been in the kitchen just for help, the chef, you were, uh, you was a barbec, you was a, a mixologist, you were a sir bartender, bar manager, then you write a book, you create tools, you are an ambassador, you can understand that your career is not static, but it's like, in my case, it's like the Solera method aging process in the room is always uh, is always in moving inside you know <laughs> it's, a, it's a good blend of uh, in a, in a, in progress so nice. i'm aging the best way you're aging the best way yeah yeah, yeah like a solera always moving <laughs> <laughs> always very moving. nice very nice comparison <laughs> good good i like how it's going <laughs> <laughs> uh, the third question it's about uh, people that inspired you about uh, persons in, in hospitality industry and the question actually is can you tell us about one or more persons that inspired you to learn something meaningful in the hospitality industry and what exactly have you learned from him her or from them for sure i think that uh, the, the, the the most important one but, but not only for Diego ferrari is for every mixology in italy is dario comini from nottingham forest in milano that was a uh, and he's still the uh, fixed point the the, the the reference point of every mixology young or oldest in italy because he's a luminary in uh, every 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 side of the our bar every point of view of our bar then when i've been uh, abroad another person was uh, matteo lussana that was the bar manager of the baglioni group where i was working he uh, gave me the uh, hospitality touch so he uh, he um, teach me how to be gentleman how to uh, be a really Austin person. So uh, I think that is complementary because Dario Comini showed show us, not me, showed us in Italy how to do best drink, how to think out of the box in a different way. Uh, Matteo Lustana gave me this kind of approach about uh, the, uh, the hospitality. Another one is Pasquale Formisano, friend, a famous photographer, owner of the Rotonda Bistro, that gave me the opportunity to uh, grow in this way about Louis BV. He is part also of my book because he's the photographer of my book. He's the classic person that, you know, uh, with the high QI, uh, so super intelligent, that uh, when you, you work with the people with a, an intelligence above your, the only thing that you can do is uh, grow, 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 because your brain 
start to be in line with the people more clever than you. And this is an amazing, amazing, amazing experience. Now I'm in Matusalem. I get the chance to stay close to Juan Carlos Marotto, that is the global marketing person, that is one of the most clever people in the uh, in the industry behind the scene. You have to imagine that uh, Juan Carlos, before arrived in Matusalem, he was also. Uh, the mind, one of the mind, obviously, behind the launch of uh, a super important gin brand, Gin Mare. And uh, he was one of the person that uh, gave a contribution to change Gin Mare from zero to one of the top gin in the world. So I have this pleasure and uh, I'm super lucky again to walk side to another person that can teach me mountains of different uh, uh, approach in the in the in the bar industry but again behind the scene uh, where yes. I, about marketing and different point of view so nice. this is uh, i think that the 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 key the key word is a point of view different point of view every person gave me a different point of view and uh, as you know uh, there is nothing better to watch and analyze one problem or one situation from different point of view because mm-hmm. give you the opportunity to grow every day yes nice nice very well put it you know you know how it said that uh, if you are the smarter smartest person in the room you are in the wrong room <laughs> yeah if, if you you have nothing to learn from people around you you are in the wrong place you should look for another place to see a different point of view from other people Yeah, 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 I absolutely agree with you. If you are in the, you have the most clever in a room, you have to change the place yeah. because yeah. Uh, you cannot, you cannot grow anymore. You agree, you agree. This is not stupid. If you are close to, to clever person, you you grow. If you are with not clever person, you agree. So yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. you are like resonating. Yeah, you are resonating like with the people around you. Yeah, it's like a monkey. If you put a monkey uh, close to the human being, eh, they start to copy you. But if you put with a uh, uh, again with monkeys, uh, the, his uh, his uh, feeling is like a monkey. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Good, good. So always look for the smarter person, different point of views of the same uh, of the same subject. I think this is what I, I'm trying to do with this podcast with Hospitality Secrets. I'm trying to get different points of view about the concept of hospitality because the perception of hospitality is different from around the world, from different from culture to culture. So actually the the next question it's about this which is in my opinion is the core of this uh, of this podcast the, the question is what is in in your opinion what is hospitality hospitality today has been represented by i will to give you an example in italy we are uh, we have the hospitality in the blood because we have the concept of hospitality from our grandma grandpa And I imagine when you are in Sicily, in the South Italy, and the door of the house, they are open every day, every hour, and your neighbor come in. 
or someone come to visit you and the first thing that you are or welcome how are you kiss yugs take a take a seat you are like a king a queen in the house of this person doesn't matter if they are rich or poor uh, they offer you everything coffee biscuits uh, bread if you are sit down for lunch they take care of you the, the love of take care of you this is hospitality this is not which is the best recipe in cocktail bullshit this old bullshit you know what i mean who is yeah. the the best uh, at mixology in technique work bah fuck off this is not the best uh, you know the, the hospitality is uh, how you can uh, you can share the sensation the feeling of uh, i'm feeling good when i visit i'm feeling like a, a king you know so what i mean treat make them feel like kings and queens yeah 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 you know it's like if you are comfortable mm-hmm. and people they know when the smile is true or is fake you know what i mean yeah because sometimes yeah. you go in some restaurant they're smiling hello <laughs> hi and it's like a plastic smile sorry Or like McDonald's, you need fries? <laughs> yeah, you need something else. No, for, for different people, hospitality is uh, welcoming my house. Mm. Nice. This is uh, really important. Nice. Welcoming somebody in your house and treat them like, like you said in Sicily, treat them like kings and queens. Offer, yeah. show them that... Uh... But maybe it's better to say... The treatment is like if you are my mom, my son, my my parents, my dad. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter who are you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you 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 walk in in the door of my house, you are part of my family. So now you sit down and uh, I have to take care of you. Because nice. queen and and king they pretend. You know what I mean? They pretend. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, 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 because because of the authority. <laughs> exactly. But if you treat them like your 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 dearest uh, relative, that's the that's the hospitality. Very nice, very nice. So it's like it's like a, a vague concept, the hospitality, but it's very specific in the same time. But it's harder to explain. And I want to see, like, as as you express it, like with a small story, to see what actually is hospitality. And um, on the other side of the coin, as you said it, we, you can see a lot of fake smiles. You can see a lot of bad hospitality, of of forced hospitality, of fake hospitality. And the, the next question would be, what advice can you give to the listeners so they can offer genuine hospitality to their guests? Comes in 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 travel in the in the countryside, meet the people, the grandma, the grandpa in the countryside, especially if you have the the, the, the opportunity to come in Italy, go in South Italy, and watch those people how they take care of you you understand what mean hospitality mm, so see it first and then see how you feel when somebody is showing exactly. you genuine you have hospitality to yourself mm-hmm. you have to learn from yourself and understand how you would like to uh, share this feeling to your customer in that time mm, nice 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 so then you are 
starting showing genuine hospitality. First, you have to see it, see it how it works, see it how it feels, and then still the the techniques on on showing genuine hospitality. Especially now, Paul, because as you know, uh, the, the 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 world is changing. The, Massively. Uh, with COVID, uh, with the pandemic situation, uh, all the approach are changed because there is the dramatic situation. Now, uh, if you have to visit some bar, I don't want to have uh, bullshit like, ah, this cocktail is made. Uh, I was thinking to create the, the sound of the moon and the, the, the taste of the soil. Come on. I need, I need to come back in the normal life. Now, the important thing is uh, uh, cut this primary necessity from the mixology to be the man and listen before than ever the customer. Mm. Because now the customer, after one year and a half almost of bullshit, is tired and he would like to come back in the normal life. Yeah, everybody wants to go back to the normal life, but the normal that we will go back for sure will not be the same. <laughs> no. <laughs> and yeah, no. people are looking for hospitality. Maybe they are going out uh, more rarely, not so often as they were going before. But when they go out, they want to. They want hospitality. They want like connection. They want uh, interaction with other human beings because this is what we missed in during this crisis. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes, uh, uh, they needed interaction with people, absolutely. And uh, we don't come back in the normal way, I suppose, uh, before the half of 2022, when everyone in the world will be vaccinated and uh, the, the life come back in the normal way, you know. It's uh, a really slowly, slowly come back in the normal. But we'll come back. And uh, we are not in the, in the beginning of the 20th century. We are in 2021, so we are super fast technology connection. Uh, people are more smart, more clever. They, it's another approach. We'll come back. We'll come back fast, and for sure, we'll come back in the best way. I know now is a, a really mystic situation and a lot of uh, virtual worlds, but uh, as a lot of bar, unfortunately, they will close for this pandemic situation a lot of bar they come back to reopen with new adventure so we have only to be positive yeah yeah and i strongly believe that during this uh, this crisis we need to go deeper into the concept of hospitality hospitality because at the end of the day we are working in the hospitality industry so people are coming first for the hospitality then they can come for the cocktails food anyhow they can buy their cocktails and buy their food from their supermarket so they don't need necessarily us they need our our vibe our feeling our hospitality the human connection that we are generating and we are facilitating in the hospitality industry i'm agree absolutely <clears throat> yeah so uh, that's why i'm going and i'm i'm trying to find all the secrets about hospitality that i can find <laughs> yes but uh, still we 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 should not forget that we are working in an industry it's hospitality industry and at the end of the day the, the hospitality industry it's a business if the business is not profitable you will close the doors 
That's why a lot of a lot of people are closing. So you need to make money. You need to make profit like any other business. So the question, the next question, it is, it's it's more about money. We we talk about more pragmatical things about uh, aspects from uh, about hospitality. And the question is, how can we ethically monetize our genuine hospitality? I think that the, the next step for a lot of bars and restaurants will be uh, follow the feeling of the people. What I mean, uh, you have to imagine that uh, tomorrow, for example, this nightmare will be finished. You don't come back in the bar and the restaurant uh, as before the uh, this pandemic situation without things, without problems, without fear. No. The people they have fear again so for a, a bit for some months maybe one year this is why i say 2022 the people they are really they be really carefully to stay inside of the bar with too much people where there is a aggregation of a, a lot of people so the bars and restaurant owners they have to Uh, give this kind of feeling of uh, no worries guy if you come to my bar i take care of you so doesn't matter if uh, pandemic uh, the, the the covid still uh, finally regret but uh, i guarantee to you you stay in one seat the other people they stay two meters far from you in another point no more than six people in one table so the the best way is uh, from our side to give the sensation and not only the sensation the proof to the people that they come in my bar that no worry safe there is a, a purification air conditioner there is a, a mixology that in any case they wear the, the mask they wear the way the, 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 the waitress they have the mask so for uh, uh, one year after this problem we have to go really slowly for fixing the mind of people uh, we are in the way for to be safe mm. and this is the only the only thing because obviously i'm sure that if tomorrow you open a, a disco club you get 2000 people all to dance all together super close without mask i know that i know uh, I, There is a crazy people also now during the pandemic situation. But uh, if we have to analyze from our side, the industry hospitality, we have to guarantee them the best feeling ever. It's like we said the, the question before. We have to treat them like our parents, take care of them. Mm-hmm. If they are safe, if they're feeling safe, they come in your bar. If they are not feeling safe, now more than ever, They could say, you know what, I'm not feeling safe, I'm not feeling good, uh, we could go in some other place. Too much people there, too much people, uh, there is a lot of people stand, uh, stand by in front of the bar, the mixology maybe uh, talking behind the bar without a mask, uh, you'll see, you'll see. It is the only, only, only way uh, necessary, is the only path for arrive in the in the likely day when finally we uh, we don't need any more of masks and uh, uh, the, the social uh, distance will be cut but we need time and in the meantime we cannot close again but mm, nice. we have to find the best solution the best solution is 
listen and, and uh, try to understand the feeling of the, the customers. So listen what they are saying, Do uh, uh, give them what they need, give them what they want, make them feel comfortable, make them feel safe, and then they will come back and they will give again the money. Imagine I pulled that uh, I was in Dominican Republic and I visited uh, a couple of places, restaurants and bars, our customers, and uh, also there, there is the curfew. So, and there is the lockdown, the social distance. Uh, when you go in uh, in Santo Domingo in some bar, they they give you they give you they do like a, a kind of shower of you with a, a sanitizer uh, liquids vaporizer. You wash your hands. You clean. You are clean from the the air until the bottom from the food. You know what I mean. So you are super super hygienized or enter in the bar mm-hmm. and when you are in you say you know they are doing the best for us and i'm sure that if i'm there i can eat easy all the people they get the mask they get some uh, the chef with the the the, 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 the clothes so it's a really great approach especially mm-hmm. is for our psychological approach because if we have scared about that if we have fear about that we are not in good. We are not mm-hmm. feeling good. We don't come anymore in your bar or restaurant. Mm-hmm. That's it. This mm-hmm. is how to don't monetize. Is the opposite. Nice, nice. Well put it in both sides. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, good. So we need to be very careful if you want to, to survive, to, to strive during these crazy times. We need to make, to listen to what our uh, guests are saying, to do what they want, to do what they need, to make them feel safe and comfortable in the places. So... Nice, nice, nice. Good, good, good. Whoa, whoa. Very nice. <laughs> um, last question. And this is more like a, a underground question. It's uh, about secrets because we are at Hospitality Secrets. We are trying to find as many secrets as uh, we can find in the hospitality industry. And if we think as a secret, uh, as an important piece of information that only a few people know, and that should not be told to anyone else. So can you share a secret with us about you that not many people know, and it will stay in this uh, closed doors of Hospitality Secrets podcast? I think that um, few people know my my different side of my my soul, my 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 style life. Uh, for a lot of people, the first impression of Diego Ferrari is a, is a rude person, you know, with beer, always like. But I'm a completely the opposite person. I'm a super clown. I love uh, have fun with the people. Always with style. Always with uh, professional part of my job because I don't forget that I'm working behind the scene so uh, this is one of the, 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 the most important side of my my soul then I'm a, I'm a really emotional person and I take care often from uh, I don't know the oldest people uh, or uh, animals uh, or I don't know if there is uh, uh, people that need some necessity particularly because they get a, a physical problem or something like that for me is a, a privilege and first of all we have to take care of them the rest they come later on you know 
I mean, I think uh, uh, sometimes people uh, we are again in a, in a, in a sorty moment where we can survive uh, on top of everything. The normal people uh, they need necessity and we have to take care of them. But there is people and uh, obviously animals that they arrive before the normal people and uh, some kind of uh, person of cute puppies or something like that we have to take care of them for me if some customer arrived with a puppy before to to enter in the bar the first thing is stay welcome in my bar uh, can i offer you a little bit of water for your dog for your pet and first of all i serve i, I take care of the dog then i take care of you not because uh, i don't want anymore to take care of you it's just because uh, privileged before for uh, the, the you know for uh, the the uh, beans that they need mm-hmm. a special care old nice. people people that they need a, a normal uh, situation you know nice so you're a very sensitive person despite the the angry looking the <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Nice, nice, nice. Diego, thank you for sharing your uh, your secret, your perception with us, your history. Thank you very much for being a guest. The, the, the time flew away already. <laughs> so the podcast, yeah. it's almost uh, almost over. If you want to share a few thoughts in the end before uh, before closing the session with, uh, with the listeners. Yeah, sure. Uh, first of all, thank you so much again, uh, Paul, for this invitation. I'm super happy for this talk. Actually, been super fun and uh, really clever topics. Thanks a lot because it's not easy to approach a clever topics uh, in, a, in, a, in the podcast, and you are a really master on this. Thank you very uh, much. The only, the only thing that can I say to the people to stay uh, with the good vibes, uh, in the good mood, because uh, it's a hard moment, but it's only one part of a long life with a uh, different uh, beautiful thing. And especially in the bad moments, in the critical moments, there is also, and there is uh, every time something beautiful to discover, because we never know what happens behind the corner. Nice. That's... Boom, drop the mic. This was Diego Ferrari. <laughs> Diego, thank you very much for being guest of, of this podcast. It was an amazing pleasure to have you fe- to have you here. Thanks very nice. much. Yeah. As for the listeners, thank you for uh, for joining us in this fun chat that I had uh, with uh, Diego Ferrari. Uh, I'm waiting for you next week with the next surprise guest. J- just jump in and see who will be the next surprise guest in the Hospitality Secrets. So if you don't know till now, you can go and subscribe to this podcast, Hospitality Secrets, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on um radio cast on on uh, anchor so there are a lot of platforms that we are uh, broadcasting this uh, this podcast so go uh, click a like a subscribe and uh, we'll hear next week with a new new surprise guest to talk about hospitality industry and find more about hospitality secrets that's it for today i hope it was useful powers for here see you next week cheers <laughs>